Tomboy X makes kick-ass gender-neutral underwear for all people, all bodies, all genders, all sizes, and all the ways you see yourself. And they've done it again with their awesome swimwear collection. If you're dreading another summer of untrustworthy swimsuits that don't fit, don't flatter, don't stay put when you move, and don't reflect your authentic self, then you should check out Tomboy Swimsuits. It's affordable, comfortable, flattering, stays in place. Whether you're hanging out in a tent all the time or you're swimming in the ocean, these are swimsuits that will not let you down. So go ahead and cover what you want and flaunt the rest. Oh, also, it's like very good for um, sunscreen protection, you know, like when you're just worried about getting burned. They have swim shorts, boy shorts, swim halters, and literally those full suit things that keep you fully protected from the sun. And I really enjoyed, I got a, I got a bunch of their sports bras also and really like those too. I have a bunch of friends who really swear by Tomboy X in terms of bathing suits that truly make them feel comfortable when they're at the beach, which is honestly all that matters. So go to TomboyX.com slash you and check out their awesome swimsuit collection. And Who Weekly listeners get an extra 15% off with the code WHO. That's WHO for an extra 15% off. Go to TomboyX.com slash who that's tomboyx.com slash who you will say that Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a special I don't know. Eurovision is, our love for Eurovision is now canon. I don't know how we fell into this. I mean, I know how we fell into this, but. Lindsay loved Eurovision, tried to get all of her friends to love Eurovision. Some of them did, myself being one of them. Then I got into Eurovision. Lindsay got more into Eurovision. Then she was like, we should go to Portugal. And I was like, LOL. Then we ended up going to Portugal. So did Josh. Then Josh got into Eurovision. Then, like, we couldn't go to Eurovision this year, but we're probably going to go next year, depending on who wins, <laughs> if it's are. possible. I mean, we depending are. if it's not, like, a crazy flight or whatever. One of the main reasons it's amazing is because they're all who's. They're literally all who's. Yeah, but they're the not point. even, like, who's. They're, like, below who's at this point. It's it's truly hilarious because these people they're are, seasonal. like... They only matter for, like, one week out of the year, so that's why we're giving them this episode. They're, se- they're seasonal who's. They're, they're ex- we're excited about them now. They're Olymp- the, the Olympians of this European song contest. Even the people who love Eurovision and pay attention to it usually do not know who half the people are who compete in Eurovision, which is great because what you're really actually talking about here are the countries, not necessarily the artists. And we will forget all the names of these people in, like, two seconds. The moment the finals are over, over the weekend, we're going to forget who these people are, which is but fine. But I will not forget their songs, their contributions no. to culture. We're taking the time to do this on the Friday episode because the final is on Saturday. Logo is not airing it this year, so I don't feel bad. I don't think it's illegal to have to figure out how to watch this. Um, I will say that there are uh, there's a really great podcast that I was that I was on recently called Euro What that has a guide on how to watch Eurovision if you're in the United States. Okay. Um, it's Eurovision dot what else is on t- what else is on dot TV slash watch Eurovision song contest. I think you could just go to my Twitter and find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have links to all the places where you can watch via streaming. You don't always need a VPN, but if you do, it's very easy to get a VPN. It might cost you a little money for a reliable one, then but cancel it. then you can cancel it. But yeah. I think but there's a good list here on where you can go stream. Um, I would recommend if you're in if you're in the United States finding a country that speaks English so you can you know you don't you can understand the commentators. Uh, Sweden is apparently very respectful to their performers, so they don't talk as much. <laughs> and obviously the UK I think is hosted by Graham Norton. So if you want some of that, then go for the BBC, you know? I think they're geo blocked, but again, VPN. Right? If you want some of that, 
<laughs> it's wild. I was I was revisiting our photos from Portugal last year, and I was just like flipping through them, thinking like it is, compl- like it's deranged that we were there. It's it's crazy it, well, that we were there. It, it was Why crazy were we that there? We were there, and everyone who was there thought we were crazy for being there. Mm-hmm. And I would say. The reason why we were there was because why not take a vacation? And there mm-hmm. happens to be Eurovision. People go see the World Cup all the time. I mean, this is just our yeah. World Cup. It truly even is. Even if they're not in it. We should petition for America to be added to Eurovision. Because why not? <sighs> Australia did it. Australia I pray. Did it. it would be so complicated. Every year we say this, but it would be so complicated. It's really hard to... I mean, we would, ha- we would have to literally enter, like, voice winners who mm-hmm. are not famous here with songs that suck to be mm-hmm. con- even considered to be part of this canon. Like we could not come in with like Miley Cyrus. That is not how we play this game. And you once know? again, it boggles my mind that no Netflix or Hulu or even, you know, ABC, CBS, NBC will do American America vision because there American are ways vision. to do this. You don't, you don't, you can just spend the money on the production of the actual like, the the finals and stuff but then you put all of the onus on the on the states and it's like you want to enter a song you spend however much money you want but you have until this day to enter a song for your state it could be a piece of crap or it could be like a highly produced I know thing you're really by into Camilla this, but I feel like we couldn't i i just don't think that this is possible this we just construction need, we need it to start if we're how are we gonna know if we don't try we need america to try there aren't enough Americans that are into Eurovision to even have this be a, a momentum. And honestly, it's funny that recently, remember last year, we heard that Will Ferrell was at Eurovision. Mm-hmm. So apparently he was there because he was doing research because he sold a project with Rachel McAdams or like he, Rachel McAdams signed on to be on his project called a movie called Eurovision directed by uh-huh. the Wedding Crashers guy. And I have to say, as two Americans talking about Eurovision, there's nothing that Americans understand less than Eurovision. I, mean, I, I barely understand understand it right i come into eurovision as a relatively recent fan and i understand that i barely understand eurovision like <laughs> that is part of my experience with this is that i come i watch it i try and i enjoy it obviously but like i don't understand the intricacies of this show you know right it's just fun it's camp it's camp we said we weren't going to talk about camp again but it's camp it's high camp. It's camp. It's, camp, it's geopolitics, <laughs> it's songwriting, it's just the the very specific stereotypes of European and it's non-European social countries. Commentary. <laughs> it's social commentary. It's uh, a, a very easy way to find out whether or not a country is trying to be more progressive or not, <laughs> you know? Last year, to give you like a starting place, last year Israel won with that crazy chicken song from that woman, what's her name? Netta. Um, Netta. Um, Bobby will play it here in case you forgot. A lot of people loved this. We didn't love this. Yeah, I hate it. Um, But a lot of people, and to this Obviously day... Obviously people love it. I mean, but like people that I didn't expect... Plays at gay, it plays at gay bars. It plays at like video gay bars. I know that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's that's like the way that Eurovision it's grown thing. is funny. And she did like a, she came to the United States and did like a press tour kind of, and people were very into her and her message and whatever. I am still like mad about who, who my favorites losing. Cyprus. 
I want to go to Cyprus this year. I really want to go to Cyprus. So yeah, so it's in Israel this year because Israel won last year. That's how it works. That's why we're rooting for we We have our true faves, but then we also have our selfish faves, as Lindsay calls them, which is just like, this is the country I want to visit. Like, I like yes. Greece's song this year, but I don't love it. But I do want to go to Greece, you know? Right. But Greece is not going to win probably in terms of stats right now or yeah. like, so we might be out of luck. Yeah. I mean, I think we, I always go for the song I love, but also the one that's the weirdest because that's what's fun about Eurovision. And also, the country that I maybe want to visit now that this is a thing that we do apparently so the main thing this year is that it's in Israel which is obviously very controversial for many reasons it is a little fucked up that Israel with all the kind of issues that they have going on right now that they are hosting they are funding and hosting such a big thing you know Mm -hmm. I mean it's not as big as the Olympics obviously in terms of investment but it's a big kind of patriotic project you know, mm-hmm. and they're putting it on despite kind of all of the messed up things that are happening inside their country, right? And so there's this kind of underswell of people saying boycott Eurovision, da da da. Eurovision's kind of unifying theme is like we're all one, we're all countries together in this world. So it it goes kind of against that. And so there are a few different countries that are involved this year that have come out against Israel and what they're doing. And and it's kind of interesting because they're still competing. Mm-hmm. No one has dropped out because of that. There right. are a few countries that aren't competing for various reasons, like they don't have enough money to enter. Mm-hmm. And Ukraine is not competing because last year they were – Ukraine pulled out because their singer was accused by the national broadcaster of pressuring her to follow a ban on concerts in Russia. So like oh, a totally different <laughs> – Somewhat different situation. Oh, Jesus. Ukraine is out. But I think Ukraine and Russia are always like embattled in terms of Eurovision. Remember Russia last year? We got to see Russia last year. That was weird. (laughs) Let's not get into it. We talked enough about it last year. So again, this is a this is a definitely a fraught situation. There's so much kind of reading in there. We're kind of going to just read this as like a straightforward song contest the way that they want you to read it yeah. but there's so many reasons why this year's eurovision what is, is like the 538 podcast up. no this is <laughs> no not. but also this what what might be fun this year to watch is fun i mean there's definitely going to be protests like i think oh, there's yeah. i think there's going to be people are already mad at madonna for being there excuse me mad right Hanks. right and so there's Did you gonna see she be... didn't sign her contract and the... <laughs> really <laughs> she didn't sign her contract and the and the person in charge of the the venue the venue in tel aviv was like we're not letting her in unless she signs <gasps> her contract and then she finally signed her contract and they were like okay fine you're, you're good so she's supposed to perform like in the middle or something like think, in between i think like at the semifinal, that's tomorrow or tonight. So tonight. this is Thursday right here. So I think it's There's the semifinal, semifinal tonight. that's tonight. I don't think she's performing at the final. Wait, wh- why would they have her perform and not at the final? I think I read that she's performing tonight. Whatever. Madame X, I guess, is European because who would perform at the se- like the semis? Who is she performing for? I guess like who's watching the semis? Whatever. Okay, sorry. Maybe she isn't. Maybe she isn't. But we don't know. She's definitely performing. She is in Madonna's Tel Aviv involved. Right now. Madonna's involved is what I'm saying. And one of the hosts, one of the hosts of the shows is Bar Raffaelli, who is still going through a tax scandal. But <laughs> apparently, maybe Israel forgave her because she decided to host the awards. A tax scandal that tangentially involves Leonardo DiCaprio because it involved saying like what her prime, which is every tax, every well, let's say fifty oh. percent of tax scandals involve like lying about your primary residence, and so she was like, my primary residence is absolutely Tel Aviv, and everyone was like, no, you're lying, you live with Leonardo DiCaprio. 
<laughs> or was it the other Which way? Is what around? happened to Shakira? No, this is what happened to Shakira. <laughs> she was like, I live with. She was like, I live with Leonardo DiCaprio in the United States, and they were like, No, you live in Israel. And she was like, No, and they were like, Yes, and they fought. Which is what happened to Shakira. It's Wait, good. just to correct, Madonna is performing at the finals along with Conchita Wurst, our favorite, which is incredible. Um, who's performing Heroes, which was a winning song from a few years oh, ago. Wow. Fuego is being performed by somebody. That song that came in second from Cyprus. Um, Toy is being performed by somebody, not Netta. Like these are all tributes. Mm-hmm. And then Madonna tributes. is performing. Supposedly a song called Future. And is it from like Madame X? I guess. And then at the it says the interval act is just a list. And at the end it just says Gal Gadot. <laughs> like who knows what she's doing? <laughs> she's just on the list. Gal Gadot's just there. Good for her. I'm excited for these these finales. Again, if you want to watch and you figure out a way, it starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It took me a long time to figure out that math. Lindsay's not starts good at, at time 3 zones. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Lindsay's, so whenever we were recording that. at different time zones, Lindsay would be oh. like, let's record at 9. Or is it 6? Or is it 12? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's just not a line of thinking that I've quite figured out yet. No, it's impossible. Uh, yeah. But, Lindsay, you interrupted my joke last time, so I need to get back into it. Let okay. me play you my two sorry. favorites for this year. Okay. This is what I. This is my number one that I'm rooting for. <laughs> I hate you. This is such a bad joke. Do people remember this? Which is this is Jessica Mallboy, Australian Queen. We saw her live, and it was you know a transcendent experience. It was maybe one of the best. Remember that for the you, meme, the meme that was like my favorite concerts or whatever. The prompt Twitter <laughs> best concert you. I've ever been to was Jessica Mallboy. Jessica Mallboy's tight two thirty. <laughs> At Eurovision semifinal <laughs> performing, we got love. Uh, love this fucking song. We were surrounded by Australians who were like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "Bitch, what are you doing here? You're not even in Europe." There were <laughs> so many Australians there. They just love a good time. I feel like you yeah, tell Australians okay. there's a good time. They're Unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, Australia's entry this year is not as iconic as Jessica Mawboy's. Also, Jessica Mawboy's other music is not as iconic as her Eurovision 2018 entry. My other but Australian, the Australian entry, which is kind of this weird opera house song, is ranked pretty high. Like it could make top ten. I wanna. Um, shout out the listener who uh, uh, sent us a DM about the Australian entry. Can I read you this? Yeah, read it. This uh, this listener whose name is Rio messaged us and said, "Our representative this year, Kate Miller Heideke, or I'm spelling, I'm pronouncing that wrong, but like whatever, is super talented and wrote the music and lyrics to the Muriel's Wedding stage show. The stage show is very much of them over here. Maybe a who for everyone else. Anyways, Kate is great and she swings on a pole while swinging pop opera. Crunch, crunch. So I love that because this is is a very regional them. I did not know there was a Muriel's Wedding stage show. I must see it. She's the Sarah Bareilles of Australia. That's great. The other song that I really hope wins that I won't win is actually America's Entry. (laughs) Have you're you heard joke. America's? Have you heard America's joke? Have you heard America's entry? And yeah, uh, what's America's entry, Bobby? That's not your America's not in your vision, but what's their entry? I uh, let me play it. <laughs> We'd win with this. The the We'd Roman holiday resurgence. Roman holiday it's resurgence TikTok. is incredible. Well, of course it's TikTok, but like it's so funny, and every single yeah. time. Yes, I, it's very. Funny. I saw a really good tweet. Oh, God, this morning. It was literally the first tweet. You know, it's it's sort of like, what is, what, what is it, animals? What do you call it? Like, um, the imprint? Like when an animal, what? a baby animal sees yeah. the first thing whenever yeah. it's born or something and you're imprinted yeah. or whatever. Isn't that also a sure. Twilight thing? 
the first tweet that you see in the morning is imprinted on you for yes. the rest of the day. That's you know? so true. That's and so, so the first tweet I saw this morning was someone on my feed. I don't remember who it was. I'll try to find it and retweet it into the Who Weekly feed. But it was like a fake, a fake NBC News account that looks like an NBC News account because of the logo. And like it was like terrible video colon like this window washing unit oh, was dangling over the thing the video and, and someone else re quote tweeted it i swear to god if this isn't set to roman holiday no, i'll be pissed Bobby, or something and then you I, click it and it is and it's sped so, up i saw the video and thought in my mind is this sped up because i think it's <laughs> it should be set to the Nicki minaj Roman, Roman holiday. holiday. If you guys don't know about this meme, it's a TikTok originated meme, which is upsetting. <laughs> and it's just teens will set any video, they'll Anything speed it up speed. and they'll set it to Roman Holiday. And it's like, <laughs> Did you see the, the one of JoJo on the one of JoJo on Fallon doing yes, different doing dances? <laughs> It's honestly yes. so good. I'm sorry, I had to play it again. <laughs> and who says that Nicki Minaj is irrelevant? In fact, <laughs> in fact, she's quite relevant. She's arguably never been more relevant. Imagine I'm TikTok is huge, and it's true. It's another thing that's really satisfying to me about this being a big thing because this album came out what seven years ago. Like, get out of here. Yeah is that Nicki Minaj has no sense of herself, has no sense of humor. And if Nicki Minaj found out about this, she would probably be furious. She would furious. hate oh, she it. knows about it. And she, she wouldn't understand it. it. She would hate it. She would see her. I, it's it's like charting again. This song is charting again because of <laughs> So all of the, the YouTube comments on this are like people timestamping 145 because that's when that starts 145 yeah that's the best part and they're going 145 when the teacher tells me to <laughs> what is it what 145 is it? when the teacher tells me to read my answer and i know it's wrong <laughs> no <laughs> Um, one forty-five. Just... <laughs> Anti-vax kids trying to speak when they're dying. <laughs> oh my god! Nobody. Colon. Sleep paralysis. De- sleep paralysis. <laughs> demon. At three a.m. One forty-five. PE teacher. PE teacher. We finna run a mile today. Me before they start. One forty-five. <laughs> so you are entering Roman I'm Holiday like one forty-five into Eurovision, is what you're no. saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no one. Colon blank. J.K. Rowling after finally running out of ideas. No. Colon 145. No. <laughs> okay, this episode is not about Nicki Minaj's Roman Holiday 145. I really don't care who wins Eurovision. I just want to go there next year. Right, and what's same. great is that I'm going to take my away bag with me. I'm packed. Now that I have one. I'm packed for Eurovision. I don't care what I put in there. I got I'll all my flags. I'm bringing every flag, every country, because <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who I'm going to root, root for. I got to bring every flag and put. I still have my bag. Norway pin. I'm going to bring my Norway pin, even uh-huh. if I'm not rooting for Norway. They're We'd terrible. We didn't even talk about Norway, but they have a weird. Yeah, because they're bad. Yeah, yeah, because they're bad. Yeah, but you know we're going to bring our away bags. We love our away bags. I love mine. Lindsay loves hers. They're all good. We love the away bag. What is the Away bag? The Away bag uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. There's the carry-on, there's the bigger carry-on, there's the medium, and there's the large. They're all 
good. They're made from premium German polycarbonate. They're unrivaled in strength and impact resistance, and they're very lightweight. That's the craziest thing. When you pick up in a weigh bag, you're like, this is so light. This is great. I'm going to put all my flags in it. Has a TSA-approved combination lock <laughs> built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. There's like four 360-degree spinner wheels, which are so great. There's the battery pack. It's so amazing. And if anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for you for life. You also get a 100-day free trial, which rules. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com whoweekly20 and use promo code whoweekly20 during checkout. That is $20 off a suitcase by visiting awaytravel.com whoweekly20 and using promo code whoweekly20 during checkout. So, Lindsay, you are the Eurovision queen. How do we structure this? We're just going to talk about our favorites? Or the I think r- we should runners? talk about the front runners and then we talk about our favorites. Okay. And we'll go through the front runners like relatively quickly. So just like if you decide to watch We're Eurovision, not going to be here for an hour, like, guys. This is a good- cheat sheet. <laughs> this is not... The, the, the cheat sheet that you need, the cheat sheet that you need every year... Is on Pop Bitch. Is on Pop Bitch. We will obviously link to it. They have a PDF that they make. It's like this very meticulously created guide to Eurovision. And this year, it must be bigger than ever because they put ads in it, which is great. Good for them. I'm so proud of them. And also, it's just the best way to go. They basically get what we're going for here. So again, two Americans talking about Eurovision. Take that with a grain of salt. I know we have listeners who are not in America. So like you're going <laughs> to be like, this is already a mess. So in terms of the bookers, the bookies, like in terms of the odds that they have them ranked as, the number one favorite is the Netherlands, this guy named Duncan Lawrence with a song called Arcade, which is so fucking boring I could scream. It's so really boring. This could be a very anticlimactic Eurovision in terms of like the end of it, even though it'll be fun throughout. It's just like weepy. I think it's about a dead person. Last year, do you remember last year's um, Netherlands submission? No, no. Remember it was called Outlaw In Em and it was a country song and we were oh, like, this that is was wild. Good. That was yeah, really was good. good. The This video though, it's one of two videos this year that features like a uh, kind of a naked hunk swimming. Yeah, one of two. One of yeah. two, yeah. Uh, yeah, this so, is the lesser of the two. His name is Duncan. I'm, I'm, I took notes on each of them, so I'm just trying to go naked yeah. guy. I wrote naked guy, naked which guy I appreciate. Swimming. Duncan, that's a good name. Song is boring. <laughs> Duncan's a good name. I like the name Duncan. It's just like not a good song. You're Obviously, to I like judge the name Duncan. Song collects and paycheck. <laughs> it's no, oh wow, but it's not spelled like Duncan. Right. If it was spelled like Dunkin' Donuts, I would be like, we stand. <laughs> Um, this guy is supposed to win. I am mad about it. I kind of don't even want to talk. There's nothing interesting about him either. Yeah, it's like uh, he helped write it. He he might win. I don't know why we're leaning towards this song. It's not political or meaningful. Usually Eurovision likes to go with a meaningful song that also could like have a political yeah. moment. Like I mean, Toy wasn't, but this is the polar no, opposite Toy. No, Toy was about me too, remember? Toy oh was God, like a barely. feminist song. I swear to God, that was like part yeah, of I'm the narrative. I'm not your toy, yeah. And then the one that won from Portugal was like uh, that Portuguese jazz song that like everybody was really into because it was like very authentic. What's Your next in so here? so strange. <laughs> um, Sweden. The Swedish one is really funny because the song is fine. I would say it's like catchy but fine. It's very Which, 1991. That's one thing I wrote. Another hunk. It's another basic. hunk. It's basic but it grows on me. I've listened to it like three or four times now. It and I, could win. I, I think it did, could win. I did like it more when I listened to it this morning. What's cool 
about this song is that when I was doing research about this, this guy John Lundvik is like kind of a prolific songwriter. He wrote okay. he wrote the song that um, was for the wedding for the Crown Princess of Sweden. He's mm-hmm. a medaled runner. He's like he competes in running. And the most interesting thing about him is that he wrote another song for Eurovision that is in this year's competition. It's the UK song, which mm-hmm. is called Bigger Than Us. But and what's so fucked up about it is that the UK is so desperate to have a song win Eurovision. I mean, they've been trying for so many years and every year the UK song is just horrendous. It's mm-hmm. horrendous. And Last also no one wants to ugh. vote for no one wants to vote for the people in the big 6. Well, because... also Brexit. They're oh, pissed yeah. at your at uh England. Yeah. Well, UK. that's what the Icelandic song is sort of about. Well, I mean, who knows what that song is about, that amazing song. So anyways, this guy writes these two songs that are very similar. The UK, the UK picks the one that is not supposed to be the winner. And then he sings the song that's for supposed Sweden. to be the winner. So it's like, why would anyone vote for the UK when they could vote for Sweden? And that's yeah. my thing, unless they are like are tied to the UK. And that's what's kind of the drama of this part of the drama of this this song is fine i don't Whatever. know too late for love it seems it's a very generic song it has a good chorus the thing about the the thing about his other one the uk one is the chorus is bad like it there are a lot of sort of slow songs like this this year yeah and most of them are fully boring but at least this one has a really great i mean this has a good chorus it, it, like it, it gets a little chorus. more up tempo it gets a little it's more up tempo i was worried it goes up tempo which is like what you need like i mm-hmm. refuse for a sad eurovision song even though so many winners are sad which is mm-hmm. wild to which me. is wild. but so sweden we talked about australia they're actually ranked pretty high. This woman, her song is called Zero Gravity. She performs it like in a really tall dress. And like that's part of the allure. It's very Russia Mountain last year. It's that it's that aesthetic where it's like the woman oh on my top God, of the mountain. Russia Mountain. mountain. I forgot about Russia Mount, Mountain. Mount, what was it called? Mount, Mount Rushmore is what Mount they called Rushmore. it. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> that poor girl. It's very Russia Mountain. It's... um. I hate this song. Like, I hate this song. Yeah, it's not good. I wouldn't say it's a good song, but I would say it's an interesting song, and sometimes that hap- that wins, because it's, like, weird. She's extremely, I mentioned her on the podcast all the time, but I actually texted this to Avalos before. I was like, this is Britt Marling's final form. And I sent a, a <laughs> screenshot of her, but like. It's also just like, it's incredibly not fun. No, this no. Song. So many of them are not fun this year. Yeah, it's Ugh. not fun. But what is fun? Iceland. Let's wait. We're not there yet. Hmm. I have one more before Iceland. And that the next one, I think on the list for some people. And again, these oh, odds Russia. are like changing constantly. I like Russia. the Russia song this year. You like it? I think it's fine. It's, yeah. ugh, I think it's so boring. I don't know. I also feel like this guy is not interesting. I don't you mind know? it. Yeah, I don't mind. He it. was in Eurovision in 2016. He's kind of like a Game of Thronesy and hunk. I kind of like him. Apparently, his performance is like ha- has been having technical difficulties, which is hilarious. They keep reporting, so it's like who knows if he'll be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Th- think about a lot of these. Is sometimes the performance like changes it for you? You're yeah. like, whoa, that performance is incredible, or that performance sucked. The mm-hmm. song is so much better than mm-hmm. what they 
gave it. And even though you're supposed to vote for the songs themselves, sometimes you end up just going for the performance because or that's the, what you're or the being. the country you want to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby's like, Greece, 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 Greece. No, Greece. I mean, I really, I mean, honestly, I want to go to Cyprus. I really want to go to Cyprus, but we'll get to it. And, and I think Cyp- Cyprus is not, you don't have Cyprus in as... Uh, an odds on favorite they're not they're not but ranked. the song it's fucking high. rules even though it is as pop bitch said it is identical to fuego <laughs> it fucking rules i love the pop we'll get I love there the-, the next on the list is my favorite this is who i'm rooting for oh, yeah. this is to me represents eurovision in every single way i think they could get in the top 10 i think they could win they have a lot against them it's iceland it's this incredible BDSM like themed metal band their Mm -hmm. song is not bad it's not just noise if you actually listen to it I know it's like off-putting at first it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be but it's got something going on with it it's got melody it's got a theme it's called um, hatred will prevail but in Icelandic they sing in Icelandic and they they just I'm just proud of Iceland for like putting forward like a cool thing Like Lindsay said earlier that they're not allowed to be political, but it's like extremely vaguely political, but you'd have to yes. be a complete dumbass to not realize that they're talking about like the cult breakup of the European Union. So it's like hate will prevail, every joy derail, blah, blah, blah. Um, Europe's heart impale, burn off its web of lies. Now from that conflagration, rise in unity, blah, 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 blah. It's- but that's what's so great is like they're bringing this song to Eurovision, the like representation of European Union or whatever, even though th- this huge Brexit thing just happened and like we're all kind of reeling from it. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild. And they're also, they are uh, kind of anti-Israeli government. And even though they're competing and people were like, you have to, you should, um, you should, uh, withdraw from the competition and they're saying that you know we should be there and we should challenge it with our message and mm-hmm. I will say like they are definitely challenging and <laughs> that's challenging. what's so cool uh, the last thing I wrote on my notes was does this song have a key change I can't tell <laughs> because it's like screaming metal and so it I does. Checked, and I checked the pop bitch thing because they have a thing that's like key change key change yes or no and this does it's it does kind of hard to notice because of the style of this music but I'll play the key change here. It's, you know, faintly noticeable, which is great. And I love a key change. What's unfortunate is like, because they're challenging, it's going to be hard for them to, to win. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're like a they're like a favorite. They're kind of an underdoggy mm. favorite. And what's really sweet is that like their whole country is really into them. There's all these kids doing these tributes and like dressing up like them. One of the guys in the band is like the um the UK ambassador's son. You know, they're all kind of a thing in Iceland. Anyways, I love it. Also great, flights to Iceland from New York are incredibly <laughs> cheap. <clears throat> Depending on the season and when you buy I them, it can be would, cheaper to fly to Iceland from New York than it is for me to fly to Texas. I would go in but a But Iceland is very heartbeat. expensive once you get there, which everyone tells me, including Lauren. I know she's always like, mention me on the podcast. Lauren last went to Iceland recently and she was like, flight was cheap. Everything there is expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went like eight years ago and everything was expensive. It's a real – it's not like – 
But I would book an Airbnb tomorrow if they were, you were like Iceland wins. Yeah. When I, oh, if me. Iceland wins, I'm like Airbnb. Like, that is <laughs> Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to France, which France. I fucking stay. I love you. France. Stand France. You stand I France. Love, I don't. I, it's not my favorite, but especially among the big six, it's my favorite. It's our only YouTuber in the mix. Yeah. Um, the guy who is singing, his name is Bilal Hassani. He is a prolific YouTuber. I thought they were kind of like, oh, he's on YouTube. No, he's like a vlogger. Mm -hmm. He has incredible vlogs, including Je réponds aux rumors à sur moi. Like, I respond to rumors about me. He wears oh. all these beautiful wigs and he has a catchphrase that you can play, play right here. Bonsoir Paris! Baby. One of his things is wigs, and so they they integrate his wig thing in the video because you see like he's looking in a mirror in one of the scenes, and there's mm -hmm. like all of those like little busts everywhere, like wig mm -hmm. wig heads, mm -hmm. and he has one in his head. No, what's really cool about him is that he sung "Rise Like a Phoenix" from Conchita Worst on oh, The Voice Kids in 2015. So like that's, that's how fun. he started. So it, it's like. Kind of inspiring to see somebody who was fully inspired by Conchita, who won Eurovision quite a few years ago, That's now cute. in Eurovision. It's cool. It's very cool. So the song is called Roi, which I, you know, king. king. I mean, he's a performer. He's he is. A performer. He's great. Uh, what's next? Ooh, Azerbaijan. You love Azerbaijan I this love year. I love Azerbaijan. <laughs> of hunks in the water, he's number one. He's hot. Hottest Eurovision contender, absolutely. What's his he's name? Definitely Shingiz? the hottest. Shingiz. 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 I don't know. You no can one's hotter than Shingiz. This is a European song. I my notes were like, this is a European song. <laughs> it's so. Do you know good. what I mean? Sometimes you hear these songs and you're like, this is a Eurovision song. This song sounds like this sounds like a song if you were traveling in Europe, you would hear in a coffee shop and be like, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm in Europe. Yeah. Like, Although totally. I will say, having gone to Europe late last year, what song was playing in all the in all the coffee shops? Look what I found. Oh. I'm alone in my house. <laughs> That was peak Star Wars Born when I was there, and it was playing everywhere. That's honestly inspiring. It was great. Um, Azerbaijan loves Eurovision, which is really nice. They, It's like one of their favorite things as a country. They all watch it, even though it's on after midnight, It like because of the time oh, difference. Yeah, because oh, it's so far. Oh, my <laughs> yes, God. It's the other way. It's the it's other so way. Cute. Everyone's up at midnight watching Eurovision live. And apparently they spent like the most money on the show when they hosted it, like than anyone of ever. They were just it so became, proud. <laughs> so I'm reading. I'm reading you right now. Azerbaijan yeah. loves Eurovision so much <laughs> that it became the country's most watched television show on Azeri TV. Oh, my God. Isn't that sweet? That's cute. We love it. We stand. It won't win, they, but I love their it. Odds, their odds are good, though. They're pretty good. Everything get everything get jumbled around. I think these I odds are not live. that reliable. I want to see him on stage. Okay, great. Hey, Lindsay, it's time to do another Everlane ad. I'm ready. I'm always ready because I'm always wearing Everlane. It's true. <laughs> I'm literally always wearing Everlane. Are you wearing it right now? Yeah, I'm wearing an Everlane t-shirt. Uh, it has a little pocket in it. I'm, I'm wearing a sweatpants poncho, but... I will later I will today. Be you probably one. will be wearing Everlane for sure. For why? Sure. Because we love Everlane. Because why would you buy a t-shirt for fifty dollars if you knew it only cost seven dollars to make? I wouldn't. Lindsay wouldn't. And with Everlane, you never overpay for quality clothes. As you all know, 
They make premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. They want you to know what you're paying for and why. So they tell you their real costs and are radically transparent about every step in their process. From the materials they use to ethical factories they work with. No matter your style or your preference, Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. Because Everlane sells directly to you, their price is 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. And essentials like the Cotton Crew t-shirt, which I'm wearing now, are exactly what they should be. They're versatile, simple, stylish, and made from high-quality materials. I like the t-shirts. I like the linen, everything. And you know I love that tote. And you know it's been raining like crazy. I've been wearing my Everlane rain jacket a lot this season. Oh, I bet you have. I bet you have. What have you been wearing? I've been wearing a lot. My slip tops are back in rotation. It's spring time to bring them out of retirement slash they didn't retire you know they just like went on a break when it was cold um and my long skirt i wear that a lot and i'm really excited about their new sneakers tread by everlane i gotta get a pair of those Mm -hmm. tread by everlane sneakers and right now you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who plus you'll get free shipping on your first order that's everlane.com slash who everlane.com slash who Italy. I love this. It's good. It's really good. I feel like it won't win because it's, again, it's part of the big, big six. We talked about it last year. So it's like there's a lot of resentment among the big six because they're the ones who fund Eurovision the most. And so they always get a spot in the finals because just because they're the biggest six countries. And because they always, because they really don't have to put a lot of effort into it, people don't like voting for them. Um, because yes. they're the, they're the easy ones, but this yes. song is great. And last year and the year before, I think Italy wasn't great, and this is amazing. No, Italy was not great. Um, and I remember Spain. And so this year, Italy and Spain are both pretty fun. I would mm-hmm. say Italy has an edge over it. This guy's name is Mahmoud, but it's spelled Mahmoud like my mood, and mm-hmm. it's on purpose. Mahmoud, yeah, Mahmoud. And his song is cool. It has like a Moroccan vibe to it. Mm-hmm. He kind of sounds like Adam Levine to me. I don't know if that is a thing that you clocked, but. And the song is like fun. I, it's just I like, catchy. It's, it's really catchy. Good. Which it's is good. what more could you want? What I mean, I can't win anymore, except maybe Azerbaijan. I'd love to go to Italy also. <laughs> yeah, me too. Italy. Please. please. Yes. <laughs> please. And then I have a list here of songs that are not going to win, but I thought were good or like I thought were, were oh, worth yeah. talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there are, def- there are definitely, there are definitely more of these. Um, I just thought. There was one that really stood out to me because I thought she just had a really beautiful voice, but the song is just like fine, which is Grease's Entry. I love Grease's Entry. Um, I'm so glad you put that in there and said that. Her name to me. is Katrin Duska, and she's it has a beautiful voice. It's she's like really um, cool. what did I? Th- it's like a like a Maggie Rogers, but like a baritone Maggie Rogers. It's really good. Yeah, they I think they compared her on Pop Bitch to uh, Florence. So then we have uh, uh, Bet Greece. We have Poland. The, Poland got recently kicked. Oh, they Poland did not make the is, oh, finals. I like the Poland song. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Popich hates it. I think it's oh, really, really good. It, it kind of sounds like tattoo, and they're all dressed in like very traditional wear. And the and the video's very it's like kind of creepy. It's like um, yes. What's the the what's that direct the Austrian uh, Michael Haneke? The did you ever see yes. that movie about the kids and it's black yes. and white and it's creepy? It's very yes. white white ribbon. It's very white ribbon. <laughs> It 
It's very just uh, that horror movie that's coming out from Ari Asner or whatever oh, his yeah, name yeah, is this yes, summer. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's just like Midsummer. 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 It's very uh, uh, when they burn the when they burn the straw man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Wicker <laughs> Man. Wicker Man. <laughs> when they burn the straw man. That's good. Okay, next is Slovenia. I love this. This will never one? win. It's like the most like oh. solemn, like hipster minimalist vibe. It's just a boy and a girl on stage, like very close to each other singing. The song is legit good, but I just don't think there's no way that they're gonna. What I my note on this is like I I, I was like I recognize that this song is dull, but I also kind of like it. And then I wrote it's this good. is a song I would put on at a party, and people would be like, Bobby, turn this off. <laughs> Because it would immediately bring down the mood, but I'd be like, don't you kind of stand? Well, it's also just like, this is a very European vibe. It's written by the two people who sing it. It's called Sebi. It's just like groovy and weird and chill. I like it. And then we got Song of the Summer 2019. Tamta Replay. You- <laughs> I fucking love this song. I want to read the this pop is, bitch. Let's say the gayest song on the mix. <laughs> uh, wait, I want to read what they wrote. So they said, The dark horse of last year's contest, Cypress snatched a second place finish in 2018 with fan favorite Fuego. Fucking Rob. It Robbed. looks like they're aiming for a repeat Robbed. performance in 2019 by sending a sun bleached carbon copy of it, which, without a trace of irony, they've called replay. It's they've so literally good. called it replay. It's, it's incredible. It's so good. What's interesting is this woman is Greek. She's Georgian Greek. So this is hilarious. Pop Bitch mentions this, but it's really funny to send. If you want all the votes, you send somebody from your country who's actually from a different country. You send a ringer in. What I mean is like they want the votes from Greece. They want the Georgian and Greece. Georgia will vote for Cyprus and Greece might vote for Cyprus because she's Georgian Greek. So that's, that's so like smart. what they're going for. Because they, they really don't have they don't have any rules on that front, which is hilarious. It's yeah. so funny that they don't have rules. It's like, do we want to sh- do? Yeah. Shout I out the song for being written by five people, including one Swedish person, which is always. Which <laughs> they got to call in a Swede. They got to call in a Swede. <laughs> you got to call in a Swede. <laughs> uh, only a couple more left. What's left? Um. Well, so the two the, oh San Marino the two that I have left are not necessarily good songs but they're always songs that I these are countries that one is a country that always submits a weird song but it's very Eurovision and one is because you'll know who it is so the first one is San Marino San Marino famously loves to send like a weird like guy in a suit <laughs> with this, like a low voice this guy I wrote <laughs> I wrote wait <laughs> My my notes. I was like, "Is this my fave?" And then yeah, I and then yeah. I said, and then I said, uh, "He kind of looks looks and dresses like a guy that like if you saw him on a like the train, the bus, you'd be like, oh no, this perv is gonna say something really creepy to me.'" And then and then when he does, and then when he does open his mouth, he's like, "You matter and your feelings are valid." And then he right. like leaves you you alone. He's like a very positive, nice guy who dresses like a sleaze. Love all colors of this life and to yourself be true. Don't forget my number, call me anytime. I will always tell you life is beautiful and fine. Say na na na, 
I feel like we brought this up, but uh, San Marino is the are the is the country that submitted my one of my all time favorite Eurovision songs, which was the Facebook song. Remember that? I was like Facebook, Facebook. Remember that? <laughs> yes. I, I, I haven't thought about that. that I mentioned it every ago? year. Yeah, and then when three they performed ago? it, they had to cut out the use of Facebook, so the chorus just goes. Eh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> And that was a long time ago. Finally, Darude. Darude. Darude, as in sandstorm. As in sandstorm. The song is not very good. The song is not good, but Darude is come back. Come on, Darude. Like every year, Eurovision has an old person come back, like that you'd have heard of, or it's, me. This song me. is so. Imagine having Darude and doing this. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But Darude does have an incredible facial hair situation going yeah. on which i forgot about he yeah. is looks like he looks like more of a dj than any chain smoker could ever dream of mm-hmm. looking like a dj what are there any other songs that you picked out that i didn't have on here I there was, was one I that was, you i was scrolling loved through from I was czech scrolling republic through, yeah it was czech republic i was like oh god i was like what was the one that i sent you that i was like i love this and you were like czech you Re- do <laughs> Wait. the czech republic song was it is czech wild republic? I just sent you Jessica Mallboy over and over and over again. Stop. Uh, you on. fucking love it. Uh, I love her. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Crying at Czech Republic. Yeah, I love the Czech Republic song. <laughs> Let me play some of it here. <laughs> crying at Czech Republic. That's me. <laughs> it's it's so bad, honestly. It's so bad. He looks like Ezra Koenig as a serial killer. That's what I said wait, about him. Wait, we played a little bit so I can remember what it sounds like. <laughs> It's terrible. And there's another song that I don't have on this list, but I feel like is now being ranked higher than what I've seen it elsewhere. And it's My Enemy. I have an enemy. That's a song. And it's Switzerland. Have you (gasps) heard Switzerland? Wait, which one is that? Switzerland is the one where he's like, it's like, well, Pop Bitch calls him Liam Payne. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, he does look like Liam Payne. Yeah, I don't want to listen to that again. Because he's hot. And he's like, he won a Teen Choice Award or something a few mm-hmm. years ago. And he's just, I hate it. This song is written by Swedes. It makes no fucking sense. And I just, this is my enemy. This song is my enemy. And I feel like it could g- definitely get in the top five. And I hate it. Wait, I'm seeing something fucked up. Because we listened to the Italy song, which I kind of like. But apparently they released another one. It's Well, it's Rome's entry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Stop. Italy's like, here, Roman holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, are we done? Yeah, is this good? I had a great time. I don't know what to say. I love I love Eurovision. Even if you don't watch it. I cannot wait to watch on Saturday. Yeah. Even if you but even if you don't watch it, I feel like this is a fun run through like what's going on in Europe right now. Like well, what I mean, is going on? <laughs> There's plenty of going on in Europe, but like what's the fun stuff going on in Europe? Yeah, what's the least important thing happening in Europe right now? It would be Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like people 
people saying like, what's going on in America right now? And then talking exclusively about that show, like the songwriter or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's going on in America. What's going on in America right now? It's like the Turns worst the fucking voice. time. It's like Alabama outlaws abortion. And you're like, well, Grey's Anatomy uh, is hitting its season finale. And let me tell you, um, speaking of that whole thing with Alabama, we wanted to do something which we felt might be somewhat helpful. I don't know how helpful we can be in this situation. But we were thinking if you guys wanted to buy some merch from our store, we mm-hmm. would give half of the proceeds to the Yellow Hammer Fund, um, which is, you know, helping fund women to get abortions when they need them um, mm-hmm. in, in states that now outlawed or criminalize it, which is so fucked up. So I was thinking we do like 50% of the proceeds from next month or this month, and then we'll match. we'll match that. And we'll we'll donate. And too. also, if you don't want to buy merch, just go to the Yellow Hammer Fund and donate, or just yeah, find any other you place. Have to buy, you don't fun. have to buy our merch. Just go donate no. the money. But I think with that, we're done. So sorry, it wasn't a normal call-in show. There is a call you're doing amazing, sweetie, this week, and it's maybe the most horrendous one we've ever played. Horrendous. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon.com/slash Who Weekly. Yeah. And don't forget to call in and give your uh, don't forget to give your ten points to Nicki Minaj's Roman Holiday. Oh my God. What else is there to say? I think that's it. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Come see us in Nashville at the PodX conference as well as our show, which is going to be on June 1st. Come buy tickets to see us in Boston. DC is sold out. Sorry about that. Uh, what else is what else is happening in our it. world? And, buy, some, you know, buy some merch. Buy some merch. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bobby, Bobby Finger, Bobby Finger, Lindsay Webber, Bobby, Bobby Finger, Lindsay Webber, Lindsay Webber, Bobby Finger, Lindsay Webber, Bobby, Bobby Finger, Lindsay Webber, Bobby Finger, Lindsay Webber, Lindsay Webber, Lindsay Webber.